You're listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and K248BR 97.5 in Santa Cruz, or online all the time at kpfa.org. At 7 p.m., up next, Full Circle. Stay with us. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. And although we are working from home, we are still broadcasting from right here in Huchin, occupied Ohlone territory, also known to settlers as the Bay Area. Here at Full Circle, we are doing our best to work from home. Tonight, we have assembled this show through a collaboration of apprentices working from their home studios, including myself. This evening, we share with you a collective experience dealing with the national pandemic, COVID-19. On tonight's show, we ask, are you still out there getting paid or are you suddenly unemployed? Join us as we hear commentaries from First Voice apprentices who are currently sheltering in place. Later, we'll have phone calls to family and friends who share their current situation. Also, we share with you some vital community resources. All that and more coming up tonight on Full Circle. I am your host, sheltering in place tonight, Freewell and Franklin. Keep it locked right here to KPFA. Again, welcome to Full Circle. And before I get into our show tonight, I want to give a big shout out to everyone that's doing what they can to stay safe. Also, those who are helping out people who may be struggling with difficult circumstances such as homelessness or a sudden loss of income with no emergency savings. Also, shout out to people feeding us, fast food workers, grocery store workers, delivery people, people still harvesting and shipping our crops. We literally could be starving without you. And of course, the ones who make it possible are great spirits in which we put our faith. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right now, we need to help out our friends who may not be food secure right now, okay? Keep an eye out for when and where you can fit in and help. Later in the show, I will be sharing some different resources available to folks out there. I also want to remind you all that I, too, am working from home. I live near a fire station, a railroad crossing, and a Harley-Davidson shop. So, if sirens pop off, or a loud train rolls by, or a big old hog blazes by, I'm just going to keep on rolling, okay? Welcome to downtown Antioch, right there. So, let's get on with the show. According to a New York Times article, which was updated last for me, 
March 25th, 18 states, including Washington, Oregon, California, Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio, West Virginia, and New York, have a statewide order of shelter in place. Residents are being asked not to leave their homes, but for only necessities like food, medicine, and health care. And 11 other states, including Texas, Alaska, and Florida, have some sort of partial shelter in place. Let's kick off the show tonight with a short sound collage that highlights the sudden sense of urgency we need to get with in order to fight this war against the COVID-19 virus. Then later we'll return with some first-hand thoughts and reports of our current situations. Stay tuned. The United States of America has become the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic, overtaking China to lead the world in cases of COVID-19. The virus continued its exponential growth Thursday, surging to over 85,000 U.S. cases, though the true number is certain to be far higher. Over 1,300 people across the U.S. have died from the virus, and the death rate is predicted to accelerate in the days ahead. This is a wave that is here and is escalating. So we need to stop it. Some New York City hospitals have begun splitting ventilators to allow two patients to use a single ventilator as nurses fear a looming shortage will soon force them to decide who lives and who dies. Without a huge national effort to halt the growth of this virus, there will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope, because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. And as we've seen elsewhere in other countries, that is the moment of real danger. To put it simply, if too many people become seriously unwell at one time, the NHS will be unable to handle it meaning more people are likely to die, not just from coronavirus, but from other illnesses as well. Overseas, the numbers from Italy tonight only worsening. In fact, this was the number today, 627 people dying in just the past 24 hours, the worst yet. And Italy's nightmare is now being shared by Spain. Deaths there soaring by 30% overnight, 199 fatalities in 24 hours, over 1,000 total deaths. The coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades, and this country is not alone. All over the world, we're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. Our world faces a common enemy, COVID-19. The virus does not care about nationality or ethnicity, faction or face. It attacks all relentlessly. Meanwhile, armed conflict rages on around the world. The most vulnerable, women and children, people with disabilities, the marginalized and displaced, pay the highest price. They are also at the highest risk of suffering devastating losses from COVID-19. In the Gaza Strip, in Syria. In Yemen. At those migrant detention centers. The way ahead is hard, and it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. I know I have the coronavirus. I would love to have that 
It's such an important day for other reasons, but I'll make it an important day for this, too. I would love to have the country opened up and uh, just raring to go by Easter. We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. We're not going to let the cure be worse than the problem. You must stay at home. With the time you buy, by simply staying at home, we are increasing our stocks of equipment. We are accelerating our search for treatments. We're pioneering work on a vaccine. We warn you it's difficult, but it's also a warning for what doctors on the front lines could soon face here. Where the hell are the ventilators? Where are the masks? Right. Where is the federal government? <laughs> Where is the president in right. getting those in the right? It's a simple math equation. They're here, they need to get there, and they need them now. Why is that not happening? This is about life and death. And listen, you can't make a livelihood if you are not alive. So the first thing is the health and wellness of the American people. That is our greatest resource. So therefore, everyone has to be working at their optimum, and that means that they have to be healthy. Where are we headed at this point? What are we careening toward if there is no action? Mika, a lot of people are gonna die who don't have to die. That is the blunt truth. And it will start with dozens, and it will go to hundreds, and it will go farther than that when you talk about this country. The, the reality today, this minute, Mika, look at the trajectory of this crisis. You can see it clear as a bell now. The president does not act within days to maximize the use of the Defense Production Act to put every company that can produce a ventilator or a surgical mask or any other necessary supply, put them on full 24-7 production and guarantee that those products get to the front line, get to where the need is greatest. If he doesn't do that in the next few days, if he does not mobilize the United States military immediately, not only will hundreds die around the nation who didn't need to die, thousands will die around the nation who didn't need to die. People who will die waiting to get into a hospital, people who will die at a hospital because there is no equipment or there's no medical personnel who can help them in time. Where is there a greater threat to American lives than the coronavirus right now, right here in places like New York? Here in New York City, the largest hotspot of the U.S. crisis. 84 COVID-19 patients died just Thursday. Welcome back. This is Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM KPFA and KPFA.org. And you just heard some world news in the form of a short sound collage produced by the one and only me. That's right, Freewell and Franklin right here. I think in those clips you can hear the seriousness we are facing as a planet in this worldwide pandemic right now. I am aware that some of my numbers may be changing as I have been gathering this information over the past few days. Also, it looks good that Ford, 3M, and other companies are finally turning to assemble life-saving gear in the form of masks and other protective gear for frontline medical staff. They're also working on a new ventilator that can be assembled in their plants, but they have to incorporate all this social distancing methods in their new assembling plant, so it's going to take some time to roll that out. So let's just hope that comes much sooner than later. 
Now, before I go on, I want to send a special shout out to the KPFA listeners out there online and in Radio Land. What's up, everybody? And of course, a special extra shout out to my Antiochians out there. What's up, Antioch? What's up, Mel? What's up, Mitchell? Julie? Amanda? My brother, Nick? Hey, Nick? My sister, Steph? Iggy? What are you doing? Hope you're staying sheltered in place. And of course, my sweet honey, Sarah B. Everyone, just stay home. Stay safe. You know what? Keep washing your hands. I don't care if you're at home. All right? All right. I'm not going to get carried away right now. Let me get back on the right path here because this is a serious world-changing event. We are going to be forced by circumstances to deal with it regardless if we are prepared or not. And personally, what's scary to me is that we know more people are going to die from this. Will it be someone we know? I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. These next few weeks are going to be telling. So let's do what we can to slow the spread, stay home, keep our hands washed. Don't go where we don't have to. All right, enough of me going on and on. Let's move on with the show. I think we all know the hit to the bar and restaurant workers has been felt hard around the Bay Area, the state, and basically the country, really. I myself personally have family and friends in the food service industry. One of them happens to be our own graduate apprentice, Kenny C., who worked in some of the most well-known places right here in Oakland. Like many people at this time, she finds herself suddenly cut off from an income, and due to the crisis, she's finding limited opportunities. Let's hear from Kenny C. about her current situation. Hey everyone, this is Kenny C. Just checking in with my Full Circle family, my First Voice family, my KPFA family. I really hope you all are doing well. I hope if anybody needs anything, if you need food or any kind of assistance at all, I hope that we can help each other and that you feel like you can reach out to me if you need to. Okay, so I'm here to check in. It is 7.30 on a rainy Tuesday, March 24th. On any other Tuesday, I would probably be making dinner and getting ready to make my way to work. But since the mandatory closures two Sundays ago, enacted by Governor Gavin Newsom in the state of California, all bars and restaurants were effectively shut down. And so I have found myself without a job to go to. All three jobs that I had before the COVID crisis exploded are effectively eliminated at this moment. And so I find myself going back and forth every day between anger, frustration, and, well, relief, honestly, for the break. This week, I'm focusing on filing for unemployment, something I've never done before. 
Also, I've been overwhelmed by the incredible amount of resources in the form of grants and relief funds that different companies and community groups have set up for folks in the restaurant industry who have been affected by this. And so I've been applying for grants and talking with my landlord to potentially work out some kind of work trade agreement in the event that I can't make rent in the next few months or so. I'm also applying for jobs in the supermarkets and I'm in the middle of signing up to work for a delivery service. And this is one thing that's really hard, weighing the health risk of working with the need to make my rent and pay my bills. I'm also just checking in on my friends and my family members, especially my stubborn grandma, who's 93 years old and still insists on sneaking out to the grocery store in the mornings, despite my requests otherwise. One thing I'm learning is that it's very difficult for some people to change their habits and their ways of life. It's really interesting to see what we do with ourselves when we must spend the large part of our days alone and inside. I've actually begun to think about this whole thing as a social study, really, on how people deal with trauma and disaster. Some people go into denial, others panic, a lot of folks experience anxiety, some folks go numb or try to escape. For me, this is especially noticeable in the grocery stores or waiting outside in line to even get inside them. I've experienced a lot of accusatory behavior in these lines, people's extreme distrust of others when forced into close proximity. For myself, I'm a natural born introvert, someone who builds energy by being by myself. And so even though my life has in essence been totally put on hold for the moment, it's kind of nice actually. It's kind of lovely to have so much time to devote to my creative projects. My writing practice has returned. I'm rediscovering and reorganizing my library, rearranging my apartment, sneaking out for hikes in the hills and sunsets by the bay, and also to drop off extra art supplies to the little ones in my family. Small rituals are everything now also homemade meals. Normally my schedule is too busy for me to be able to make more than one homemade dinner and sit down and enjoy it every week. So that's been a really nice change also. But the change is also frustrating and it's also scary. So I'm just trying to limit my news intake and I'm focusing on having gratitude for the support network that I do have and for my mind, and my hands, and my health. Looking ahead, I just wonder how long this will last, and if we can come out of it better, more conscious people than we were when we went into it. 
Until then, this is Kenny C reporting for Full Circle from home on day eight of our lockdown. I just want to end with a little gift that First Voice graduate Vilma V shared with me not so long ago. It's a prayer for peace. It says, may you be well, may you be safe, may you know that you are loved, may you know ease, may you have peace. Thanks everyone. Please stay safe out there. Welcome back. This is Full Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA. And that was the voice of graduate apprentice Kenny C. And thank you for that view into your current situation. Also, many of us that use KPFA as a hub of recording and production are temporarily cut off and are making do from home. And those sounds came from Kenny C. in her home studio at her kitchen table. We will stay in touch as our First Voice Apprenticeship family is about building community through the medium of radio. We will certainly be checking in with each other. If you have any feedback for Kenny C. or any resources to share, you can send an email to fullcircle at kpfa.org and just tag attention Kenny C. in the subject line. That's fullcircle at kpfa.org to reach out to Kenny C. All right, let's take a short music break. I think this is a good one for the times. This is Wicked World by Black Sabbath. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. This is Full Circle Broadcasting right here from Huchin, occupied Ohlone Territory, a.k.a. Berkeley and the Bay Area. That song you just heard was Wicked World by Black Sabbath, of course. Lead vocals by Ozzy Osbourne. On bass, the one and only Geezer Butler. And on guitar, the lefty Tony Iommi to round it all out. The masterful drumming of Bill Ward. I personally was fortunate to grow up with Black Sabbath, but for those of you who are not regular Sabbath fans but are now interested, I wanted to share the lyrics from that song we heard, Wicked World. I think it's very fitting at this time, so the lyrics go as follows. The world today is such a wicked place, fighting going on between the human race. People go to work just to earn their bread while people just across the sea are counting their dead. A politician's job, they say, is very hard, for he has to choose who has to go and die. They could put a man on the moon quite easy, while people here on earth are dying of old diseases. A woman goes to work every day after day. She just goes to work just to earn her pay. Child sitting crying by a life that's harder. He doesn't even know who is his father. Whoa, what do you think? That was right on time in 1970. And at the same time, futuristic to today's crisis, Black Sabbath, 1970. If you didn't know, now you know. Let's keep the show rolling. The music break, um, before the music break, we heard Kenny C share her current situation. She was looking to utilize resources and file for unemployment and in some way was thankful for a break from the daily and nightly grind. But at the same time, struggling with the thoughts of where exactly her life may be in the next coming weeks and months. But what if you are undocumented and have been temporarily let go from your restaurant job? How might you feel? Will you be able to utilize the same resources that may be available to U.S. citizens? And at this time of heightened xenophobia, would you even feel safe applying for support and having to possibly reveal your status? These are some questions I pose to Maria, a cook at a popular downtown Antioch restaurant. Maria immigrated here from Mexico about 20 years ago 
When she came here, she brought her five children. She was leaving a life she didn't want her or her children to be a part of. At the time, her kid's father was involved in illegal activities and was an abuser. She was forced to flee. These are her thoughts on her current situation in a phone call with me on Tuesday. Maria, when you first heard there was going to be a shelter in place and that your job was shutting down, what was your first thoughts? Because I was worried about my bills, my rent, and everything, cause, and by my family, yes, because we don't have help. <laughs> so right now, how long have you been out of work? One week. Today has been one week. And when you were working, you had to live paycheck to paycheck, or do you have savings? No, I don't have no savings. I live day by day with my paycheck. How many people live in your house, and is everyone there out of work right now? So we uh, we have three people in the house, and no one works. They close the restaurants. We everybody close in public places, and they close too. So everyone's off work because of the crisis. Does anybody yeah. there have any savings um, to get you through these next couple weeks? No. So basically, like you, everyone was kind of living paycheck to paycheck. You just kind of make it yeah. to the next period. All yeah. Right. I just got my paycheck last Wednesday, Wednesday, and I just pay a couple of my bills they already do, and then a couple, a little bit of food, basic things, rice, beans, oils, whatever. That was it. My, my check went right there fast. And if if no one goes back to work, do you think you're going to have enough money and enough food to actually be able to eat over the next two weeks if there's no work? Uh, I don't think so. That's why we've been worried about it, because there's no money come from nowhere. We don't have help for, for doing a legal area here in Dresden. So I'm sure you're concerned about food, but what other bills are you most concerned about right now? Have you heard right. anything from your landlord about rent? Yeah, we we talked to him about it, but we have to pay. Okay, they give us like a, a to to pay at the end of the month without late fee, but we have to pay. It's where are we gonna get the money from this month? He gave you the option to wait instead of paying at the beginning of the month. You have to pay at the mm -hmm. end of the month. Yes. And right now, are you going to be able to pay if things continue no. this way? No. No, because we don't have no income, no money come from nowhere. We live day by day with my paycheck and my dad's paycheck and the other, my niece's paycheck. That's how we live. So we talked about food may be tight. The rent is going to be due at the end of month. What else? What bills did you just pay? What are you real concerned about? I I pay a couple of my credit cards, but I have to pay my PG&E bill and my water, my garbage. I haven't paid that, so I have to call there to to give me extension. And the problem is, is after that, where are we gonna get the money to pay that behind month from bills? Now let me ask, as an undocumented person. A couple of questions. Do you feel secure that if you felt like you were getting ill, that you could safely go to the hospital? Or I don't is, know. Is that scary for you to think about it's having scary. to go to the hospital? Yes. 
and it's not just scary because you're sick, but it might, it's kind of scary just because of your undocumented status. Are you worried that you may, something yeah. may happen? Yeah, they maybe refuse me because I'm undocumented. And I don't know, I've been thinking, my, I can sleep. I've been thinking in, about it, everything, my kids, uh, everybody, it's the whole world, pues, pero so I've been worried, yeah. If you felt things. like one of you got sick, do you feel like you would go to the hospital or would you not? Well, if I get sick, I have to go to see what happened there. I have to because I don't want to uh, uh, get more people sick. Are you concerned also as an undocumented person that the relief that the government may be offering people will not be available to you? Does that worry you? Yeah, it worries me. And it's, not, it's not fair because we everybody pay taxes. We everybody work for money and we pay taxes. It's, I think it's not fair, yes for other people and not for us. All right. What about, um, is there anything that you'd like to say to people that are listening, just like how things are going? Is there anything else you'd like to say? Well, just, we're just waiting to see what happened and worry about what's going to happen. Well, I hope we got help to, to be okay. That's for everybody in the world, wherever. So yeah, we are worrying. We're hoping we get a little help. Yes, at least for bills and rent. That's what we need to be okay. Otherwise, we're going to go crazy. We're going to be in the streets. Wow. Okay. And we don't want that. Well, thanks for speaking to me, Maria. And I will be talking to you in the future to get an update. And maybe we'll talk again next week to see how you're doing. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. I um- hope everything is going okay. Welcome back. This is Full Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA. I want to thank Maria for sharing her intimate concerns and fears she feels for her and her family's future. You heard her. She said they will not have money for food for the next couple weeks. They will not have money to pay rent at the end of the month. They do not know if they will receive life-saving aid from the government. This is scary for her and thousands of people like Maria across this country. We will definitely be keeping in touch with Maria. We want to keep an eye on our neighbors, our loved ones, and our families. Let's take another music break. And when we return, we'll hear from my grandma about her experience with her shelter in place. Illegal aliens come from all over the world, not just the hole in the fence in San Diego. San Diego. Frozen over the stove, boiling water for the coffee while the baby sister's crying. Needless to say, the baby always wakes the sirens. Patrolling all the neighborhoods, flooded with the migrants. Stepping over borders and fences like a giant with jobs on consignment. For a low wage, no way. One can work away the whole day with no pay. But what you see and what they don't say is two different things. Picture getting chased by high beams, screaming for your ID, sweating to the oldies. The master's right behind me. Smash the borders, abajo con la migra, tenemos. Corazón, corazón. 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 
olvídate, mano. De ser como todos. Let it shine. Smash the borders. Abajo con la migra tenemos. Olvídate, mano. De ser como todos. Let it shine. Now in the morning I make coffee with some cinnamon Drive by like 50 cent, I'm seeing many men But they ain't wishing for death and destruction They're the guys who break backs doing construction The ditch diggers, asphalt pavers, minute men itch triggers and higher Landscapers looking just like the kid who asked me for work Waving down my hoop because I wear a nice shirt Clean shoes, iron dickies and gel on my head All I got is my lunch, but I'm willing to share. No sé qué decirle, manito, que tenga buen día. Que Dios les bendiga a todos sus familias. Smash the borders, abajo con la migra tenemos. Olvídate, mano, de ser como todos. Let it shine. Smash the borders, abajo con la migra tenemos. Olvídate, mano, de ser como todos. Let it shine. I stepped out the sweat lodge and feeling brand new This is where I learn best, I'm going to school I give back to my roots as I step on stage I wake up and give thanks and burn the fat ass sage I reminisce about my folks as I glance down these corners I see about 50 men wanting me to pull over Thinking about issues, riding in my whip But right about now, fuck this role model's issue Looking at these dolphins sprung on that yola You call it getting money, I call it slave owners I'm from a place where the dropout waits One phone call, I have all my homies congregate And I interpret laws to the ghetto I speak for this goes out to the Hornaleros And you ain't gotta read the order, what of us We know what it is, matter of fact, put your guns up That's what they wanna see, now we bout to stand up If I'm being a soldier, we them warriors That's what they wanna see, now we bout to stand up If I'm being a soldier, we them warriors Smash the borders, abajo con la migra tenemos Olvídate, mano, de ser como todos Let it shine Smash the borders, abajo con la migra tenemos Olvídate, mano, de ser como todos Let it shine Welcome back. You are listening to Bull Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA. And that was Brown Buffalo with their song, Cortisone. Again, a big shout out to Maria and all the people behind the kitchen door. Our brothers and sisters are helping feed our nation. Whether it's out in the fields, tending and harvesting the crops, or in the kitchen preparing our food while we enjoyed a dinner out for the night. Let's give respect where it's due, right? And thank you, Maria, for all the times you helped make Lunch With My Family a special day. We love you. All right, so tonight we've heard stories of people who are now struggling to use whatever resources they can to be sure they can secure money to pay the rent and keep food on the table. Now I want to try and lighten it up just a little bit While I was trying to get set up at home to be able to do interviews over the phone or the computer, I gave my grandma a call. 
Yes, I still have a grandparent. She's actually the last one. And it's a little scary right now. She just turned 95 a while back, and she's on oxygen around the house. And when she's out, I definitely don't want her roaming around right now and perhaps becoming exposed to this virus. This is our phone call we had earlier this week. Grandma, it's your grandson, Frank. I can't hear you. Oh, it's me, Frank. How you doing? Fine, thank you. I'm just checking in to see if you need any shopping, because I'm going to go shopping pretty soon. You mean you're going out? Well, if I got to get some food, I, I only got a limited supply. But yeah, I'm going to have to go out sooner or later, so I'm just checking in. <laughs> no, I, I don't need anything right now. All right. Thanks. Frankie, how you doing down there? I'm doing good. I'm just kind of trying to stay isolated a little bit, you know, just like everybody else. You feel shut in? Well, I got it in my yard. I've been out in the yard. Yeah, that's true. What about you? What well, have you been doing, Grandma? I'm doing okay other than I don't go out because of the cold. Just in the backyard? I sit in the sun on the front steps. Oh, all right. So how do you feel about all this craziness? I mean, it's crazy. But it has to be done. It has to be done. I don't go out and I'm my age. I feel like I'm wide open to get sick. Yeah. You're better safe than sorry on this one. That's the thing. Have you seen the um, the grandma zoo, what people call the grandma zoo? Uh-uh. So people that normally go visit their grandmas and they're not allowed to, they've been sitting in the window and sitting outside the window on the front of their home oh yeah i saw that <laughs> what do you think about that that was cute yeah just <laughs> at least they came to see her yeah just looking through the window yeah i was gonna say maybe i can get some of them lemons and i could just yell at you through your screen <laughs> no you can come in i figure my family can come in yeah but i got um aaron he has to go to work still he's considered essential so he's going to work and he works in the house with other people i'd just well, rather stay a safe distance just to be safe and I have to watch that, having to stay away from you. All right. How's uh, mom coming to see you and stuff? You know, she came and picked up some stuff of hers yesterday. That's all I see her. Yeah, don't get too close to her because she's going to birthday parties and all kinds of stuff. She's all over. Yeah, I told her. I said, I'm not going because I don't need to contaminate you and you can contaminate No, I grandma. didn't go either because of that. And I won't be going to lunch. Well, no one's going to lunch because nothing's open. They closed all the oh, restaurants. Oh, that's right. You can't go sit down. Well, if you need something to um, get delivered, I could pick you up a hot lunch somewhere and have it delivered. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, honey. All right, Grandma. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you, too. Call me when you get a chance. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome back to Full Circle. I am your sheltered-in-place host tonight, Free Will and Franklin. This show was recorded and assembled in our various home studios around the Bay Area. 
I personally am out here in beautiful downtown Antioch. And we're getting close to wrapping up the show tonight. But before we sign off, I want to give you a heads up on some resources available to you out there. So let me give you a moment to grab a pen and paper. We know a lot of people are wondering where they can turn to to get help, possibly even where their next meal may be coming from. And remember, if you miss any of these contacts, they will be posted on our website, kpfaapprentice.org after the show. That's kpfaapprentice.org. We'll put that up right after the show. Of course, if you have been laid off from work due to COVID-19, you can file for unemployment with the EDD. Also, if you are in fear of foreclosure, you can get free foreclosure counseling from Balance. Balance is a nonprofit organization that provides foreclosure intervention counseling. They may also provide budget and credit counseling as well. You can call them at 800-777-7526 or their website is balancepro.org. Also for emergency food out here in Oakland, contact Harbor House Ministries. Their phone number is 510-534-0165 or try their website, hhministries.org. Also for emergency food out in East Contra Costa County, the Antioch area, Oakley, Loaves and Fishes are continuing to provide meals at their locations only. There will be no dining rooms open, but meals will now be served in to-go bags. Operations are open to the public 11 a.m. to 12.45 p.m. Mondays through Fridays. The Antioch location is at the American Legion Hall, 403 West 6th Street in downtown Antioch. Martinez Dining Room is found at the Loaves and Fishes of Contra Costa, 835 Ferry Street in downtown Martinez. If you're in Oakley, you'll find the dining room at Redman Pocahontas Hall. Okay, I'm going to look into that name, right? But for now, that's 1403 Main Street in Oakley. And lastly, if you're in Pittsburgh, find the free takeout service at St. Vincent de Paul, 1415 Simpson Court. Again, that's free meals to go Mondays through Fridays between 11 a.m. and 12.45 p.m. Please continue to check for yourselves that these places will remain open as changes to daily operations could be forthcoming. We don't know what's going to happen, right? So keep an eye on it. But right now they're saying they open. Also, a reminder that if you missed any of the locations that I just gave out, they will be posted on our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show. There you will also find a long list of resources, including more food support in Oakland and other places all around the Bay Area. Finally, finally, woo! During this COVID-19 crisis, we are still accepting applications to the KPFA First Voice Apprenticeship Program. I myself, Freewell Franklin, am a graduate of the program, and that is how I learned everything I am doing right now to help produce this show from home. Myself and other graduate apprentices are currently contributing what we can from our homes as we take the skills we learned at KPFA and the apprenticeship program and transfer them to our temporary home studios. 
you too can be part of this unique training program. And then you too can be on this side of the microphone, sharing stories and sounds that help uplift your community. So again, we are looking to recruit the next group of apprentices. Join us here at KPFA. To apply, go to kpfaapprentice.org and click on the Apply tab. You can also call and leave a message requesting an application to be mailed to you at 510-848-6767, extension 235. That's 510-848-6767, extension 235. Just leave your name and mailing address on the voicemail and we will send you information and an application as soon as possible. This is an 18-month training program. We teach interviewing, writing for radio, feature story production, also technical skills such as editing and mixing, engineering, even live hosting. Go online to kpfaapprentice.org and apply. Also, when the shelter in place is lifted, you can stop by here at the station, 1929 Martin Luther King Jr. Way in Berkeley, anytime between regular business hours, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and request an application there. All right, I've been talking a long time, people. It's time for me. I get to say goodnight. And I just want to slow it down for a moment because some of us may be alone or perhaps we are lucky enough to be sheltered in place with our partner or our loved ones or our families. If you are with your loved one, why do you not take a moment to pull them close? Let's take some time to enjoy each other. If you happen to be alone and just waiting for the time you can hold your loved ones, maybe your children, your partners, your siblings, Maybe you're apart from your lover at this time. Just close your eyes and imagine the time we can all be together again. Dancing close, holding hands. These are some things we could look forward to. I'll see you on the other side. Sweet.
of that brings us to the end of tonight's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Our executive producer is Miss M. Arturek. Our technical director is myself, Freewill and Frank Sterling. Joy Moore is our production consultant. Special shout out to tonight's contributors, Kendall Krako, and of course, Grandma. So again, we are looking to recruit the next group of apprentices to apply. Go to kpfaapprentice.org and click on the Apply tab. You can also call and leave a message requesting an application to be mailed to you at 510-848-6767, extension 235. That's 510-848-6767, extension 235. Just leave your name and mailing address on the voicemail and we will send you information and an application as soon as possible. This is Freewell and Franklin signing off. Please protect your health and your humanity. Thanks for listening and stay tuned now for La Onda Bajita. <laughs>